desde la gran ciudad de Los Ángeles a la tierra del rayo al sur, pasando la frontera eléctrica y de regreso a Inglewood. Esto es Puro Charger. ¿Qué tal amigos? Bienvenidos a Puro Chargers junto a Francisco Pinto, a Adrián García Márquez con ustedes. Quiero que nos pasen, bueno no puedo, es un podcast, no es un live radio show, no estamos en vivo, no podemos comunicarnos de esta manera, pero... ¿Qué quieres? ¿Qué quieres? La Santa Garrotiza, así vamos a ponerle. Históricamente conocemos el Holy Roller en el partido, en pocas palabras, donde los Raiders realmente concretaron lo tramposo que siempre han sido, empujando un balón o un fombo que soltaron de última hora para eh, favorecerles y lo fueron bateando y tumbando y empujando hasta que terminaron en la zona de touchdown. Dave Casper eh, con la recuperación, mataron al San Diego Chicken en el momento de un infarto. Todo eso se llamó el Holy Roller, el Fombo Ruski. Cambiaron las reglas por culpa de los Raiders. Ok, we get it, Holy Roller. Pero esto, Holy Garrotiza, lo que le pusieron, Holy Garrotiza, Batman, es lo que le pusieron los Raiders a los Chargers, máxima cantidad de puntos que han anotado en su historia en un partido, máxima cantidad de puntos que han recibido los Chargers en su historia, 63 puntos. Ya, yeah, olvídalo, ya estuvo. Yep. Como una mala noche en Las Vegas, olvídala, let's go. Moving on, regreso a casa, una buena sopita, everybody's fine. ¿Sabes qué, hermano? En la, clase de, en la clase de partido y la clase de resultado que te obliga a tomar decisiones que históricamente la franquicia no se ha visto eh, cómoda tomando decisiones yeah. a mitad o hacia fines de temporada, porque uno hubiese pensado, bueno, tres partidos, bueno, aguantemos esto por tres partidos y ya después de la temporada con todo el resultado ya al frente nuestro, eh, estás, tienes el sample completo, el trabajo ya está completo y puedes tomar las decisiones. Pero al tratarse, y lo decía, eh, eh, John Spanos, cuando se reunió con los medios de prensa, al tratarse del rival, de quién era el rival, eh, esto, esto adquirió otra dimensión, adquirió otro, otro peso. Era muy difícil continuar este camino porque obviamente que algo se había roto, algo se había quebrado y esta derrota histórica, así como esa, yo recuerdo la masacre del Memorial Day que le dieron los Celtics a los Lakers, por ejemplo, allá por los 80, 85 creo, eh, que, que quedan para la historia, quedan en la historia grabadas como un día, eh, un día negro absolutamente para el olvido dentro de las franquicias y me parece que eso también motivó e impulsó a que los que toman decisiones en el equipo tomaran la decisión de dejar partir a Brandon Staley y también a Tom Telesco y de entregarle las riendas del equipo de Marina Interina, ahora obviamente a Joe Joe Wooden como gerente general y a Giff Smith como el entrenador en jefe interino para los últimos uh, tres partidos de la temporada. Porque eso no, no se podía permitir, en otras palabras, hermano. Lo que pasó en Las Vegas no se podía permitir. Cualquier técnico que estuviera al frente de la América y pierde 10 a 0 contra Chivas, chance que ya no va a estar ese técnico. Cualquier técnico, Real Madrid, Barcelona, una humillación de esa magnitud cuando ya sí, venían sí. cargando problemas, es la gotita que va a derramar, eh, derramar el vaso. Y en el caso de Chargers Raiders, pues obviamente lo decíamos en real time durante el partido. Ni modo, ya. Yo le quiero dar la vuelta a la página. Ya, Raiders, ok, disfrútenlo. Lo único que tienen en esta temporada los Raiders que disfrutar es esa garrotiza y bien dada. Ok, fine. Pero igual que nosotros van a estar viendo los playoffs comiendo pizza. Igualito. 
y con más problemas, con sí. menos talento en el roster, sí. y nosotros tenemos un quarterback. Y se llama Justin Herbert, que te lo canjeo. O sea, no, ofréceme a todos los Raiders, incluyendo al, que, al único que quisiera yo, Devante Adams, y te digo que no, si me lo quieres cambiar por una pieza nuestra, que es el 10. El 10 va a venir, va a conseguir su revancha, y el Anakin va a regresar. <ríe> ¿Cómo le hizo el Anakin en la primera de las precuelas cuando los Sand People se robaron a su mamá? ¿Te acuerdas? ¿Y qué hizo el Anakin? Sí. Cuando sí. después ya estaba sí. no, grande y no, no, cuando no, no, creció no, no, Leanneken, no, 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 nunca no, se le olvidó no, los Tusken Raiders, lo que le hicieron a su mamá. Entonces fue y acabó con todos los Tusken Raiders. Bueno, estos Raiders baratos también. Y esto no se puede olvidar también. nunca. No. Y esto no se puede olvidar, no, tal como lo dices. No. Ahí viene una racha, ahí viene una racha de dominio. Tiene que quedar almacenado, pero nunca lo olvidas. Exacto. Nunca lo olvidas. Exacto, se la das. Great Raiders, have fun. Merry Christmas. Raider. Merry Christmas, you filthy animal, como decía en la película de, de Home Alone. Ok, ya, yeah. yeah, Le cambiamos la página. Ahora hay que pensar en lo positivo. Y una, hay una luz positiva que, que tenemos dentro del conjunto del rayo, dentro de la juventud del conjunto del rayo, de los drafteados este año. Y quizás una de las últimas piezas que nos va a dejar, pues obviamente ya porque ya no está Tom Telesco, pero puede ser una pieza que dé buenos resultados a la larga por su forma de pensar él va a estar con nosotros al volver tenemos la presencia de Dayan Henry volvemos estamos aquí con Dayan Henley y la verdad Dayan primeramente gracias por la paciencia thank you for your patience thank you for joining us on this Christmas week Christmas spirit in the air Dayan and, and we can talk all we want about the Chargers but we're going to put the past behind us we want to focus on the now focus on the future And your future is very bright. First and foremost, thank you for joining yeah. us on Puro Chargers. Talk to us about your, you know, just a mental state right now, individually, as a player, moving forward, because there's still a lot of work to get done, especially for the young guys. Before I even go, you got all the Spanish, so I want to get mine off. <laughs> yeah. Hola. I'm going to start with that. <laughs> all right. You know what I'm saying? Muy bien. You know what I'm saying? Todo. You know what I'm saying? De nada. Muy bien. Is that right? De, yeah, muy bien, de nada. There we go. I'm trying. I'm All right, trying. Okay. I'm you know what? Let's it. do that. Okay. In, in fact, at the, at the very end of this, we'll, we'll get to some Espanol because I know you're very cultured up with us, with, with our Come familia on, Latina man. here in Los Angeles. Ahorita lo hacemos. Please, please. <laughs> we'll get to that. But first and foremost, I mean, just going through, through the process, obviously tough season. And right now, yeah. so important moving forward, snap by snap. Now it's literally snap by snap, do the best you can and work to build. Well, yeah, definitely. Like just like you said, snap by snap, work to build. I think my mindset right now, where we are, is uh, do what I can. Uh, wherever I'm placed on the field, any position that they give me, just do my job at the best of my ability and be available. That's like the biggest thing I've learned this whole season is that being available is probably like the most key thing to staying in this league and and trying to be you know, a long lasting player. Uh, the season hasn't gone as planned, but you know, not a lot of things do go as planned. But for me, like you said, I'm trying to look forward, look ahead, and and, and be ready and be keep my knees bent and prepare for anything that could come in the future. And that's you know, hopefully, a bigger role. And this is this is so important, uh, day and especially for the young players because we have a lot of veterans in this team who's been in the league for a long time. You guys are starting your careers. And you had to go through this yeah. at the beginning of your of your career. Uh, so, in, in terms of that, how is your how is the group responding as a group to this unique week? You know, this unique situation and these last three games with Gibbs Smith now as the interim head coach. 
I mean, the biggest thing about this week is that we have the right leaders set in place. Uh, we have a lot of guys in the locker room that's that's leading in the right direction. And the focus right now has been to, you know, get the job done. Focus on your 111th and, and try to do it better for the betterment of the team. And right now it's about sticking together. That's been the biggest message this whole week is that we have to stick together no matter the turbulence that we're going through. If we stay together, we can get through, you know, these last three games intact. And, you know, it's about winning, you know what I'm trying to say. So we're going to prepare to win each of these games and put our best foot forward. And that's kind of the leadership that we got right now. And that's where they're pushing us. That's the direction we're headed. You know, and Dan, and, and just looking at the examples you have in your life, and we could talk about your dad a little bit. We'll talk about Nipsey as well. Just the, the, those, the positive effect that obviously they've had on you. Just listen, listening to you and how you express yourself. And I've talked about this. I know Pancho and I both have discussed this with Justin himself. And I like this. This is the future is bright with the Chargers. It's in the right hands. Guys that think like, like, like the way you do, Thule does. Uh, you guys are team players first. And you're not individual minded. And I think that 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 kind of bodes well for the Chargers moving forward. But speaking of the individual, just yourself and what you've learned, looking at Khalil Mack, for example, and seeing his work ethic, uh, work in the process to Sunday. What have you learned? What are the two, three things that you've learned most and fastest here in year one uh, with the Chargers? I think the biggest thing that I've learned so far is you can't take a day for granted. And. I have Khalil Mack, uh, Joey Bosa, Derwin James, Eric Hendricks, Kenneth Murray, those guys in front of me to show me the importance of of taking every day and maxing it, you know, maxing it, making it the best you can. And I think that's probably been the number one message. And I even learned that from guys who were passing, just passing through guys who were signed and going what, the next day. It's like, you know, you got to take advantage of the opportunities. That's again, no, nothing is, 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 you know, handed to you in the league. And you have guys like Khalil Mack who were supposed to be at the end of their career right now, Mm -hmm. but blazing right now. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Blazing, just showing that he decides when he's done. And that's a guy who's maxing it out right now, taking every day, day by day, and maxing it out. And I think that's like the number one lesson. Dayan, what can you bring into this team? I know that your your uh, uh, playing time has been limited so far, you know, mostly in special teams, very specific situations during game time. But you see this team performing on defense. You see yourself and you know as an individual what you can do really well for this team. What would that be right now? One or two things that you can see I can really help the team in these specific areas. I mean, right now it's 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 like you said, it's about the team. And if I can contribute anything more, it's more energy. I feel like there can always be more energy. It doesn't matter if you're winning or you're losing. It can always be more energy. I think that's something that I'm more than capable of providing to the team right now. You know, I'm a ball player, and I want that mentality to mm-hmm. to be seen. As much as it's within me, I want my team to be able to feel that I'm a ball player and that effort is – the number one thing you're going to get from me. And I think that that's something that, you know, every team can continue to have. You can't have enough effort. You can always get more effort and you should never have less. You know what I'm saying? So I think that's one of the biggest things that I can provide right now. You know, it's interesting, but, uh, you know, we've we've heard it in the past, but Keenan Allen, I think, said it really well earlier this season where he says that he's at that point in his career where now he feels like he's he's snoop in the studio where everything's just flowing <laughs> yeah. it's coming naturally it's just like breathing yeah. um you know just taking us into into that part of your life i mean what are some of the greatest lessons you learned 
growing up in 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 Los Angeles and around the influences, as I mentioned, starting with your dad, who you know has been a positive influence in the community, continues to be that. Uh, but what have you learned the most in your process to become an LA Charger eventually? But the most important lessons you've learned in life so far, Dan? I think that just coming from the Crenshaw district, having a dad that I have, I think the biggest lesson that he's taught me is like your situation isn't who you are as a person. It's the person that's handling the situation. Basically just meaning like my dad went through a lot to be where he is. And mm -hmm. if people just looked at the person he was in that situation, then they would think that he would have been down and out just like a lot of people from my area, but it's not about the situation that you're in. It's about the person you are. And that's what I think the biggest lesson is. So if you're a fighter, then that's what you're going to be. You're going to fight out of that situation. And I mean, in my life, it took me a lot of different situations to get to where I'm at. And I look back at those situations like there was a person within that that was able to get out of it and move forward. And I look at that and apply it to this team right now. We are in a tough situation. But who are we as a team? What is what is our character going to say? How are we going to get out of this situation? And that's that's I think that's what is the number one lesson I've gotten so far. You know what is is really impressive, and I'm sure I speak for Adrian as well. It's really impre impressive to hear you speak, uh, Dan. Uh, how well spoken, how easy the ideas kind of flow in your in your mind, and how easy you you're able to to. Uh, transmitting those ideas and putting it putting those into words you know something that something that i, I know it mentioned nipsey you know as, as as somebody who's you know you know the top in that in that in that regard yeah, yeah? you know somebody can think something and put it into words immediately um I, i'm sure this this has been asked a lot of times to you but how special has been so far you know to be home you know to start your career literally home in front of it's your a, family, man. in front of your friends, I, I, you know, try to express that. I mean, to to even like to even be able to begin, it's been like a number one like full circle moment. Like you, you know, everyone talks about a full circle moment, but I've never actually experienced one until now. To to be a kid growing up in Los Angeles with no football team because that's my my era. I didn't have a football team in LA growing up. To when I make it to the league, there is a football team here and I can play on that football team. So it's like I never left. That right there alone is is a, one of the biggest blessings I could ask for. And it's like I missed being away in college. I missed so many holidays. Now I'm back for mm -hmm. Thanksgiving uh, because college season is through Thanksgiving. I, obviously, I'm here for like, you know, I'm missing New Year's maybe depending on the college. I'm maybe missing the Christmas. So like. Now that I'm here, I get to experience all that with my family and play at the highest level. So it's a blessing. And then you have the curse because not everyone can reach me. <laughs> so somebody wants <laughs> tickets. I got people that want tickets. I'm like, yo, I pay for tickets, y'all. I pay for tickets. No bueno. No bueno. So I'm like, but, but nah, it's, it's, you, got, you know, you got your ups and your downs. But the number one blessing is, is that the fact that I'm here and I have the opportunity to, you know, make it last as long as I can make it last. Yeah, and it's great because I, I now we can get to that where we started here. I, I want to know because I know you probably have heard. I, I know, and it, for us, it, it's a big deal. You know, sometimes where where the guys for PR, you know, in company, they'll they'll drop a Chargers uh, touchdown call in Spanish at SoFi, and, and it's yeah. down there. And you guys are obviously locked into your stuff, but I mean, we feed off of your I, energy. I know, Lord knows, uh, I, I do. I've been, I've been bleeding lightning since I was a little kid. Like you said, you know, come full circle. I get to become a broadcaster of the team I grew up rooting for. 
And, and it's crazy. And you talk about those backgrounds. My assistant principal in high school told me I wasn't going to amount to much. You know, we, we hear these stories, but it does come down to the individual. But the individual, a lot of times, is made by the surroundings, by the people, by the support yeah. group, by the amigos, a familia that's not really your familia. So I know you have a lot of familia, Hispanos, a lot of that influence. And I want to hear about it all right now. First and foremost, do you like any other type of like musica? In other words, if it's banda, if it's norteño, what have you been exposed to? If you have, if you like any of that. And then as far as food is concerned, what's your go to on the Latino side of the force? OK, so what did you say? Have I been exposed to what? That band, like banda, cumbia, you know, like the type of Mexican music, like, uh -huh. uh, you know, like, for example, Snoop, in fact, did something really, really cool, bringing together Banda MSA and doing something that. together. You know, that's innovative. That's what I mean. How, how have see, you been see, influenced? See, have see. you checked it out? I've, been, I've, I've played with, I played, I got some music in my, in my uh, playlist. I got to, I got to put y'all alone to some music I got, but the Bad Bunny is huge right now. I got <laughs> Bad Bunny. I got I got yep. like two of his albums for sure, for sure. That you know. Now I don't know the lyrics word for word. So yeah. I can't spill them to you right now. But I got some. It's a rap, I but got you some can feel them. Bangers. I got some Bad yeah. Bunny bangers in my phone. Oh I can yeah. Prove that to y'all. I can show it, you. That. And you get you start and bumping. Then, you got L B I P L B I P, and you're like in the on. car. You're like going with a. <laughs> it's a vibe. It's a vibe. It's and as so far awesome. as the Spanish food, everything y'all got. Anything, everything, <laughs> anything, everything. I was, I was, I was laughing right one day with my boy, and it was like they season everything, even their cups. And I was looking, I'm like, they do see, they put the chaboy in the cup. I'm like, they season their cups, they season everything, yeah. and it is amazing. Get the tahini on the rim right there. I want you can't go wrong. Yeah. You can't go wrong with any choice. Like it's, it's some pozole. Mm -hmm. Oh, Adam. yeah, good call. Good uh, call. He went, he went uh, right away. I went up yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, he went, he went. <laughs> Especially this time of year, pozolito, tamalitos. You know on. the tamalitos are going to be good, it. too. I'm doing it. Yeah, nah, it's fire. I'm, I couldn't go. You couldn't go wrong. You couldn't go wrong. It's, it's up there. And you know yeah. how it is, Adrian. At this age, it's a fuel, man. If it tastes yeah. well, even better. But these guys, oh they just need the fuel. I yeah. mean, yeah. constantly. Yeah, and then if... <laughs> and it's funny, it, it, do you have, like, it's funny you mentioned... Go ahead. Go. No, no, no. I was just going to say like, and if you, if he wants to be fed that way as well, and you love the Latino food, you end up marrying Come a Latina, on. hermano. You get the mom, o sea, the suegra, the tias, the primas, everybody. You're going to be feeding oh, yeah. you nice. Hey, hold on. Don't be telling. See, we can't be telling my business. <laughs> you marry the family. That's a short sure yeah. thing. Hey, I'm not going to say. I'm not going to say what uh, I'll be doing okay. outside the okay. building. Uh, okay. <laughs> but hey, you hit me. We say you hey. throw rocks. It's going to hit start. somebody. I start. I start. Hey, last one, last one from me. Randy Arena style. Yes. <laughs> Uh, what do you prefer? What do you prefer? Yeah. Uh, wide receiver or linebacker? Linebacker, man. For those, for those who don't know, Dan was a really good wide receiver. You know, at the beginning yeah. of his yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, college career in Nevada. But as linebacker, you like to you like the guamazos more to to give Come the guamazos than to receive. Exactly, exactly. I'm I'm more of a giver. I don't want I don't want to take it. But I will say this though, that it's something about being the villain of the story. It's like, you know, cuz yeah. it's all about offense. It's all about winning, scoring, but <laughs> when we when we can take the ball and we don't have it, that's 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 the one. Yep. 
Yeah. Yeah. yeah no. And, and, and honestly, like I, I think uh, we I speak for Pancho. I speak for a lot of us that have been watching you, uh, you know, in college. And then obviously now you get to the Chargers and seeing how you're going to grow. I, your future is bright, Dan, and especialmente en español. El próximo año, next season, the next time we get a chat, we're going to do it. I dropped this on, on Justin. Justin, we put it on standby. Está en el congelador. It's in the icebox right now. But we're going to do an interview in español. And I want to drop that challenge on you as well. Ready? Listo. Okay. Lo hacemos en español okay. next time. Okay. Ya está. Let's do it. Let's so do Dan, it. Let's do it. Bye. Thank you so much for joining us uh, again. A pleasure. All the best to your dad. And and just, um, you know, just keep on fighting the buena pelea because work still needs to be done. And puro charger power. Now let's just upset everybody's season, right? Let's just ruin Come things on, for now. everybody else. We be the Grinch. You said you want to be the villain. Now be the Come villain. On. Yep, you get it. You there get it. it. We still have something to do, and that's the number one message right now. It's like that's it. The season isn't lost. We have a lot to play for, and right now, the number one thing to play for is each other. Like that's it. That's that was the number one message going into the season. Yep. That's not lost with the playoffs. Like each other that's is it. why you're here, and you know it's the NFL. You may not be here next year. You don't know who's going to be your brother next year. You don't know who's going to be your friend, or who's you know you don't know the rotation. Yep. So, yep. play for what's now. That's hey, it. Por ahora y para hoy. Un placer. Dejan, un placer. Cuídate mucho. Un placer, Take hermano. Care. Suerte. Suerte el sábado. Le damos las gracias a Deon Kenley. ¿Qué te pasa el muchacho, eh, mi Pancho? Y, y, y las historias, obviamente, porque ya, ya queda a estas alturas, ¿no? Ya estamos tarde en la temporada, no hemos tenido chance de platicar con él porque hemos pasado por, por otros en el proceso sí. de las posibilidades de las entrevistas, etcétera. Pero ya está bien contada la historia donde él vivió, o sea, Nipsey Hussle, mejor dicho, vivió en su casa. Y Nipsey Hussle, eh, para ustedes que no lo conocen, es, no tengo el tiempo para explicarles el impacto que ha tenido él sobre el hip hop y en particular muchos de los artistas que todos ustedes aman dentro del hip hop, sea de la costa oeste como de la costa este, no importa, él influía bastante de forma positiva dentro de la comunidad del rap. Y el papá de Dayon, que es mejor amigo, literalmente Shug Knight, es padrino de este muchacho, o sea, con Death Row Records, papá. O sea, ¿qué más quieres? Imagínate. Todos estos sí. caballotes estaban entrando y saliendo de la casa de Dayon Henley. Y mira lo humilde. Escuchan la humildad, se escucha lo bien educado de ese muchacho, se escucha el espíritu sí. de, de jugador de equipo que eso es importante para la cultura a futuro de los Chargers. Y si esos dos son mis futuros capitanes, el Tully y el Dayon, estamos en buenas manos, hermano. A mí me sorprendió mucho, y se, por eso se lo decía durante la entrevista, hermano, eh, la facilidad de expresión que tiene, lo maduro, lo maduro que es, eh, y lo, lo simple que fluyen las ideas y las palabras en su, en su cabeza. Eh, es de estos, se me pasó decírselo, pero tú sabes cuando los ejecutivos dicen, oh, he nailed the interview in the, in the draft process. Este es uno de los que sí. te hacen eso. Este sí. es uno de los que las entrevistas te la, pero salen todos los ejecutivos sí. que lo entrevistan como diciendo, ¿qué fue lo que pasó acá? Si este chico no, no, no tiene la edad que tiene, o sea, piensa de otra, sí. de otra mucho manera. Mucho más maduro para los, los años que tiene. Mucho, mucho más maduro. Y son y, esos los jugadores, y, hermano. Y esas son las personas que, que lo rodeaban. Esas son las personas que lo rodeaban. Claro, Por eso siempre claro. se ha dicho de su padre, que es ahora alguien que pasó el pro, por el proceso eh, eh, carcelario de este país joven. 
uh, por los errores que había cometido, cambió su vida, regresó a su comunidad y empezó a influir positivamente sobre los muchachos que tenían tendencias de meterse a las pandillas o algunos que ya estaban metidos en pandillas, que no querían continuar con esa vida, querían buscar otras opciones y él era una de las personas instrumentalmente encontrando maneras a través de sus compadres en el GEPA para ayudarle a los chamacos de la comunidad a través del deporte, claro. la música y Dayan obviamente siendo su hijo, la instrucción ahí se ve y es obvia. Ahora también se ve que el muchacho, bien la instrucción, el ejemplo que ha seguido como nos mencionó de Khalil Mack eh, y, y jugadores veteranos como Derwin James, de los que ha aprendido bastante, pero me encantó que creo que le dimos ahí, no sé Pancho, eh, como que como él lo dijo, hey, tiras piedritas y de vez en cuando hay alguien la va a atrapar, oh, como sí. que le dimos sí, al clavo. Sí, sí. A mí se hace que anda con una latina el chamaco, ¿eh? Porque le empezamos a hablar de la comida no de las tías y, las... y se empezó ¿Ah? a reír. Like, what do you yeah. know? Órale. Eh, de que algo, algo yeah. le, le pescamos ahí. Muy bien, Degan. Muy bien. Estás invitado no me, a la carne no asada all the time, kid. All the time. ¿Y sabes qué? Él va a estar, él va, él va a ser jugadores así, tal cual. Sí. El pico 85, tercer round, tercera ronda del último draft. Los que va a necesitar este equipo. Porque esta, esta y con esto voy a ir... Eh, dejando mi comentario sobre lo que va a ser uno de los últimos puro Chargers Podcast que vamos a tener este año él va a ser uno de los jugadores claves eh, en la siguiente temporada en estos últimos tres partidos donde ojalá lo podamos ver donde ojalá a los jóvenes los podamos ver porque estos jóvenes van a ser parte importantísima de lo que sean los Chargers eh, especialmente en la próxima temporada donde el equipo va a ser radicalmente distinto el roster va a cambiar muchísimo a lo uh -huh. que fue este año y acá yo sé que hablo también por Adrián eh, en cómo me voy a expresar sobre esta situación. Eh, yo nunca le voy a morder la mano a quien me va a de comer. No. Nope. Eso quiero que quede siempre claro. Nunca. Ya No soy así. Yo creo mucho en la lealtad y eso no significa que con Adrián no vamos a tapar el sol con un dedo y vamos a tratar de decir cosas que no son. Si ustedes nos siguen en este podcast y en los No vamos a dar a tole con el dedo. Ustedes Exacto. saben. No, 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 no. Ustedes saben que a veces somos sumamente críticos del equipo, pero de ahí a, a pasar a la Educadamente parte donde, donde cruzan yeah. la línea, exactamente, y comienzas a ofender y comienzas a hablar mal de ciertas personas, eso nunca lo vamos a hacer, porque ahí hay familias y nosotros, yo he pasado por eso, nunca queremos que alguien pierda un trabajo y acá Brandon Staley y Tom Telesco perdieron sus trabajos porque no pudieron llevar al equipo a donde los dueños, donde los fans, donde todos queremos que llegue el equipo. Y esto va a tener que cambiar y van a tener que reinventar cómo tratar de llegar a ese, a, a ese nivel que les va a permitir competir en lo más alto, ser contendientes todos los años, aprovechar lo que significa tener a un Justin Herbert como tu mariscal de campo. Y este proceso comienza ahora, desde ya, desde estos últimos tres partidos que quedan, es cuando, cuando comienza el proceso de cómo reinventar la forma en que se hacen las cosas eh, en Los Ángeles Chargers, porque la verdad que hay mucho trabajo, y reitero, jóvenes así como Dayan Henley, para mí van a ser importantísimos, van a ser claves, y es importante verlos, ¿eh? es importante sí. verlos, es importante simplificar el trabajo, y acá es donde algo que siempre tú y yo lo dijimos toda la temporada, de repente como que nos daba la impresión de que se estaba jugando de una manera muy compleja, de una manera de donde los jugadores estaban pensando demasiado lo que estaban haciendo y esto sí que lo... Y no lo estaban respirando. Se los digo, tanto Adrián como yo lo dijimos, ¿ya? Entonces me parece que en ese sentido, eh, quien llegue al equipo en estos momentos acá se trata de simplificar... Eh, los esquemas tanto en ofensiva como en defensa y dejar al jugador hacer lo que mejor 
sabe hacer, aprovecharlo en su entorno más natural y por eso digo, para mí es importantísimo ver a los jóvenes, jóvenes en estos últimos tres partidos de la temporada. Y los vamos a ver, obviamente, y bien lo dijo Dejan, y estoy de acuerdo, creo que todos ustedes, Pancho, sé que tú también estás de acuerdo, de aquí en adelante nos convertimos en The Grinch. Los malos de la película, los villanos que le van a arruinar a los Bills, a los Broncos y a los Chiefs su existencia. ¿Ok? De aquí lo marcamos, puro Charger Power. Hasta aquí llegamos con esta porción Vamos. de Puro Chargers. Gracias por acompañarnos ustedes a través de las redes y todos los que siguen fieles al conjunto del radio. Gracias por sintonizar todos los partidos a través de la Qué Buena, donde nos pueden alcanzar a través de la aplicación de los Chargers y claro, a través de Pulsar FM en la frontera eléctrica en San Diego y Tijuana. Por Pancho Pinto se despide Adrián García Márquez. Que tengan feliz Navidad, felices fiestas. Les mandamos un tremendo abrazo y que Santa les traiga todo lo que quieran. Y sí, Santa, next year. Yo le pido un explosive wide receiver para mis Chargers, un juguete, otro Ferrari para mi hijo. Ok, Justin Kerber necesita otro weapon. Bye. Puro Chargers es una producción de Air Game Digital. La que buena. Y el Chargers Radio Network. Fútbol americano de los LA Chargers.